the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. This is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your money life, your work life, and your relationship life. The phone number to jump in on the conversation is 888-825-5225, 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman, Ramsey Personality, and I'm joined by my good friend, Ramsey Personality, Rachel Cruz. We're both a little raspy today. We don't know why. We haven't been yelling at our kids, I promise. But we've got the throat coat going. I know. Are you raspy? You're not. You don't think I am? I'm about to start coughing. You're really struggling. I'm good. So, I'm good. So if she, if her voice falters, I, I just great. jump in until she's ready again. <laughs> it's uh, you know just how it works. It's so, just the weather. It's the weather. But anyway, we're excited to coach you up. We want to help you win. Jump in. 888-825-5225. Let's go to Mobile, Alabama. Chase is joining us on the line. Chase, how can we help? Well, Dave, uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you, Ken. I'm a big fan. Rachel, thank you for taking my call. You bet. Thank you for calling. What's going on? I, uh, I'm i 25, and I'm trying to get some advice on how I have a adult and proper conversation with my parents about their financial uh, situation. I planned on getting them financial peace adversity for Christmas and was hoping that I was able to talk them into just checking it out and giving it a shot because I felt like if they at least gave it a shot that they would be hooked. Um, but I wanted to do this right with good intentions of love and not make it feel like it was just their kid trying to get involved in their finances. <laughs> Have you ever talked to them about their finances before? It's a delicate topic. Me and my dad talk about finance quite a bit. We get along with it. But my mom and my dad are not on the same page. Um, they haven't been for a long time. They have separate finances, separate bank accounts. Um, they keep everything separate. And the last, I was kind of on the fence whether to do it or not. And last night they kind of got the news that my sister's transmission on her car is about to go out and they don't have an emergency fund. So it felt kind of bad telling them that and seeing their faces when they got that news. Is your dad... Um, is he more in line with you on, on what he they is, should be doing? He yeah, he uh, he is the one who actually introduced me to y'all um, when I was a little bit younger. Uh, as as Dave would say, he's he's Davish. Yeah. He, he's been on it in the past, but he never stuck to it. And and what's your I've mom's? Kind of what's your mom's like? Mo Chase, your mom. What's her status? I, I think she feels like it's a little controlling and. I, I understood it when I was a little younger because I was so worried about you know what was you know what was going to be today. I wasn't worried about next year, five years down the line, ten years down the line. Yeah, and I, I'm definitely more coming around to that. But I feel like she's more worried about tomorrow okay. and the end of the week. Yeah, here's the big problem. The problem is they both have different accounts and different philosophies. So you gifting them FPU. I mean, I think it's a great thing, but they, they've got some serious, serious marital issues around money that, that I'm not sure that you can stick your nose in. And even yeah. if you could or did, it would make a difference. So, yeah, Rachel, Chase, what do you think? I Here's what I would say. If you were my friend and we were hanging out, I would say one thing I've learned in life, and I can save you thousands of dollars of therapy for this one, you can't control people. You can't. And as much as 
you, which is what I've done, of like a certain person in my life, I can conjure up some conversation and I pray the whole way there and I think this is going to be the thing. I'm going to say the thing mm-hmm. and the light bulb's going to go off yes. and they're going to turn and it's going to be heroic and great. And I don't need the credit because their life is good. Like, like I, I conjure up this whole thing that if I just say the right thing and have the right conversation, I can help them see X, Y, and Z. And Chase, I've had to let that go completely because is your heart there to help them? Absolutely. But you can't control what they're going to do. And here's another thing, Chase. They're not asking. They're not coming to Chase and saying, gosh, Chase, I feel like you're just not stressed with money. What are you doing? Will you show us? So what you're doing is a little bit, which I'm fine with you gifting them FPU. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. But I think your expectations have to be very low. And Mm -hmm. the role that you play, Chase, is a, hey, I'm giving you this gift because it's helped me. I'm talking as you, Chase. And I've loved it. And if you guys want to try it out, awesome. Here it is. And you wipe off your hands and you walk away because you can't. That's not the role that you play in life for them. Yeah. And and I hate to say it. I feel like that sounds like, oh, we're going to just mm-hmm. turn our backs or something. And it's not that. It's just the reality of the yeah, relationship. That's right. So that's what I would say, Chase. Go ahead and gift them FPU. I think that's a really kind thing. Yeah. And you can say from your experience how it's helped you. But besides that, there's nothing that you're going to say, or I wouldn't put that pressure on you, that this thing you're going to say is going to change them and or they're not asking for your advice and they're they're grownups. Yep. And now I would say this, and I think Rachel's absolutely right. She is 100% right. But I would have at least one man to man with my dad because you guys seem to be in alignment. He, it's like he agrees with it philosophically. I think his dad knows, though. He does, but I'm and he's saying I take the mom. That's, I know, but yeah. I take one shot. If this were me yeah. and my dad, I would go, Dad, I want to support you. I can't do anything about this. You are going to have to lead, Mom. You are going to have to do something about this. And I hate that you're in this situation. I'll support you, however, right? But I'm going to tell you, Dad. I think this has gone on too long. You guys need to get on the same page. And I would challenge my dad. But just Mm -hmm. once, just once, I'd go, Dad, this is on you, man. I know, but he's not asking. Like, that's my thing. Well, they talk about money. I think they are talking about it. Yeah, but in conversations, how is he coming to you with money, Chase? Well, I mean, he's, you know, we're very into each other's, you know, he's just making sure that I'm okay with, you know, my finances. And I'm more worried about him and him. And I think he wants them them to be on the same page. That's what I'm hearing. um, He's made that very clear. And then that's up to him. There's just some... There's just some deep rooted like trust issues when oh, they yeah. had their own birth, yeah. their own bank yep. account. Yeah. And that is not and yeah. I, and I would say, Chase, yeah. that's just not your arena to play in. And I here's get. another thing, I and I would not triangle, and it's sounding like a triangle situation with your dad and you triangling mm. against your mom, and you don't want to be in that dynamic either. So oh Chase, I your heart is so good and your intentions are so good and I get it. And like Ken said, maybe there's one good run at it of just like Dad, I can't sleep at night unless I say this for my own conscience, yeah. like here it is. And then Chase, I wouldn't. And if your dad brings up conversations with your mom to you, I would draw a boundary there too and say, dad, not not my problem. I'm sorry. I'm not the one to talk to you about. And I get y'all are talking money and all of that, but I would just be really careful. I just think as grown children, those boundaries, I just think that those conversations are really important because it can get tangled really quick. And I don't want responsibility put on you, Chase, or you're feeling a level of, responsibility that is not yours to carry so mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm being too harsh on that but no, or I, too strict but no i i think there's a lot of wisdom there and i 
I don't know if the man up conversation is a good idea now that you've made me you've made me almost rethink it. But what I what I'm I mean is, is here's what I think is happening. I think his yeah. dad's coming to him and he's kind of treating him like the mm-hmm. counselor. And he needs mm-hmm. to go to a real counselor. That's and right. He's coming to the son because he's like, well, my son did this, and I don't have the cojones. And, and there's to do a it natural myself. connection there. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's I think his dad's terrified of his mom. That I'm, oh boy, it's probably a good truth. But uh, you know, I don't know. It's tough. Good tough heart, stuff. Chase. You got a good heart. Yeah, you're a good man. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by Rachel Cruz. And we're here for you this hour. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. Taking your questions about money, about your work and income. I need to get more income. Side hustle, starting something. Can I make a move during the baby steps? Anything related to that, we would love to help you. 888-825-5225. So it is the season. I don't know if anybody talks that way anymore, but it's certainly Oh, tis the season. Tis the yes. season. Okay. I was afraid you were going to roll your eyes and go, there's old man Ken again. Just the toll-free yeah. call. Uh, but, uh, I, yeah, that's right. Never again. <laughs> By the way, people were on Instagram going, yeah, Ken, uh, I'll call the toll-free number from my home phone. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right, point made. All right, so but good. I love Christmas, and as I look about the uh, lobby here at Ramsey Solutions, we've got it all decorated. Yeah, we're, I got we're in the mood. in my house. I I love the Christmas music. So we need a. So you have a fun little Christmas. We're gonna money play a lesson. game. We're gonna play. We just made this up on the spot. I love this. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to say a money lesson. Explain a money lesson, and Ken is going to try to guess the Christmas movie that that money lesson is from. And all of you on YouTube, play along. I'm going to number them is. one through six. Okay. And try to put your guesses in as well before before. Okay. So here okay. we go. Hold on, I gotta get focused. These are going to be kind of short, so okay. I hope they're going to be good. Here we go. Number one. Don't spend your work Christmas bonus on a pool until you actually have the money. Christmas Vacation, nice. the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Um, number two. Okay. Don't steal a credit card and try to check into a hotel. Home Alone. <gasps> ding, 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 wow. ding. Home wow, Alone you're two. Cl- What's that? Uh, Lost in New York. Home Alone 2. Yeah, you know yeah. what? James got me on a technicality. I missed that one. Okay. Um, Stickler, folks. He's a stickler. (laughs) Number three. This may be a little tough. Um, I'm trying to like just paint. The lesson is, even if there if there is no Christmas presents, a town can come together and still have happiness and joy. Boy, I'm gonna go with my instinct here. If I'm wrong, James is waiting. I'm gonna say it's a wonderful life. No, Mm. that's a that's a good one to have a money lesson though. How the Grinch I, Stole Christmas. How the Good job, James. Ding, See, ding, I'll ding, be ding, honest ding. with you. Don't know that I've seen that movie, folks. Okay, the next one, uh, people would would debate if it is a Christmas movie. I'm going to say it is. I think you've given me the clue. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a killer, I guess, yeah. Um, if you switch houses and do VRBO, make sure it's what you expect. Do your research. Come on, Kenneth, think. I'm going I'm to give Ken about... This may be Stacey about, Coleman's favorite ro- romantic movie. I'm going to uh, go with The Holiday. Yeah, ding, 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 ding. Wow, I can't well believe it. My wife done. is going to be very proud of me, folks. Well done. Um, okay, number five. This one's going to be kind of hard to explain. Let me see if I can do it. Um... If there's a sign in the mall that says for someone special and you buy it, they may not want or need the gift. Does James have it? Okay, James has it. Hold on. Do you really? I don't have it. I know, anything. it's kind of broad. Oh, look, our audience even knows. You've got she it. knows. She knows. Is that is that Elf? <laughs> is it Elf? I was going to say that or Paul Blart Mall Cop. I wasn't sure elf. which one it was going to well be. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. Thank number, you for okay. the clue from the audience. Number six, okay. I would not categorize as a family-friendly movie. Oh, boy. Wouldn't let my kids watch this one. It's one of Winston and I's favorites, though. We think it's so funny. Um, if you lie to... Here's the lesson. Don't lie to your family about not visiting them on vacation and favorite. saying that you're going to go on yeah. vacation. Um, this is going to be a Christmas. hot take, an unpopular take, but it has now become my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> it has gone above... National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It is for Christmases. For Christmases. I am a Vince Vaughn fan. Ken. And I, I got to uh, do a sound effect. I, I'm probably going to get in trouble for this, but I got to do it. That's where they're going to inoculate the kids in Burma. And he makes up Burmese in the bedroom while they're packing. It cracks me it up. It is the funniest movie. That and one last one. Okay. Swaddle that baby. Baby. <laughs> Oh, the Christmas service oh, is just too much. And, he's, and, he's, and then Graham Graham, but I'm going to stop there. Graham Graham, Graham Betty White. Graham. No, that's not Betty no, White. No, it's not Betty White. Oh my gosh, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. Nope. It's true though. You, but, you know, they she, make a very good point. You can't spell lies without family. I mean, Four Christmases, if you've not seen it, adults. I think it is an instant classic. It is so funny. Yeah, we okay, watch it every But year. It's a Wonderful Life is one of my favorite movies. And Mr. Bailey, I didn't even, I didn't think of that one to yep. do a money, but that's a great money. And I'll throw it, well, but see, this is a part of the newest uh, episode of the Rachel Cruz Show. So we're having a little fun with this, but you actually do a, a deep dive on this, yes? Yes, yeah. We Can do I a, mention a movie for next year? Yeah. To go along with It's yeah. a Wonderful Life? Miracle on 34th Street. Yes, I haven't seen these, that in years. I know, and these are classics. Now, would you do the black and white version, the original The original, original. Okay. yeah, because it's really sweet. There's yeah. a great, great character lessons in that. James, do you have... So and I, Can I also throw another movie out for okay. next year? Yes. I think it's a Christmas movie. I'm pretty Die sure the hard. booth and the audience. You, you, you jumped ahead. Would it kill you to wait? Would it kill you to not interrupt me? I was setting it up. I think Die Hard's a Christmas movie. That's what I think. You think it is? Austin says yes. James no. says the collective booth says yes. All I, I dudes, because you're all dudes. All the women. No, it happened at Christmas. It was a Christmas party. It's not a Christmas. Movie. Well, I guess right. it's like the holiday. People would argue: is it a Christmas movie or not? All right, but there you go. A couple of good. Things lots here. of lessons to learn. God, it's a wonderful right, life. I now let me it. turn this to real money stuff for people. Yes. What do you know from the data? And you've been coaching people for a long time. What are the biggest causes of Christmas mistakes, money mistakes? Oh, what would you say? Gosh. Obviously, overspending. Yeah, for sure. Twenty-five percent of Americans are still paying for last Christmas. What? Yep. An article came out. Yep, last oh, week boy. from Wallet Hub. Uh, yeah, a quarter of Americans. I mean, it's unbelievable that they're still. 
Do you think that we as Americans spend too yes. much per capita? What I mean by that is per household. Um, like within yeah, reason. Well, I your mean, your budget's different than everybody yeah, else's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I My think naturally right? people are overspending. So here's a, so I did an interview today. You would love this, Ken. They're they're, write, they're writing an article comparing 1950s Christmas. Yeah. To today. And what are they seeing? And, well, they were interviewing me about today, so I didn't get all the right. historical facts, but you're a history buff. I feel like uh, you could go back yeah. in those days. But but we were talking about, and like, the expectation of lifestyle in general. Yeah. From, for sure, the 50s, even the 80s, average square foot of a home. Yep. You know, the cars. I mean, everything about it, just our natural baseline right. of lifestyle is high. And that bleeds over, for yeah. sure, I know. into the Christmas season. And well, so- it's, it is. It's this expectation and it's the buy-in, I think, too, because this gets me. It's the stuff you don't plan, right? Like we do a budget and we plan out, hey, here's how, here's how much we're going to spend on Christmas. And then, you know, a you know, it's a, a party comes up. This happened to me last week and it's a bunch of girls I know yeah. and it's a favorite things party. I'm like, well, I want to go. Mm-hmm. But you got to bring two items. I mean, they're 20 bucks each, so it's right. like 40 bucks. That's 40 bucks that, you know, we didn't plan Exactly. I had to go. And, I had to run out the other night for Josie. She's like, "Dad, tomorrow I've got my secret Santa at school, and I got to get this, 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 and this." And I'm going, "What are you? What are we talking about?" Yeah, get her an apple. <laughs> That's what they You're did in the fun. 50s. I'm kidding. I didn't say that. I wanted I know, to. I know. I wanted to. I remember. You probably don't remember this, but some of you are old enough to remember when the Tickle Me Elmo first came. Oh, out. I do remember it. Yes. And people were punching each other. Do you remember and those videos? Wrestling. Yes. Like jumping off the third. You know, like a WWE move over this gift that your kid doesn't even know about. I mean, it's wild. It, I mean, that's what's crazy. And I do miss a little bit of that hectic shopping. I feel like there were always news stories. The Furby was it one year. Like, I feel like we had all these like toys and you'd watch the news and watch all these crazy people. I don't know. Go crazy over a toy. So, yeah, I do think it's I think it's not being able to plan well because you're trying to do everything. And when stuff comes up, you just add on and or. Not having the margin, but continuing to live yep. how you want to live. And there's a point that we have to be grownups to say, I, know. I just can't do that. you know. I and know. it's hard to say no to ourselves, but... Oh, my goodness. It is I, tough. I think, and here's the other thing. Look, this, this whole holiday is supposed to be about what you give, not mm-hmm. what you get. Yeah. And if we're giving different things, you know, like we, we could fix the whole thing by changing everything to all you can buy is one ugly Christmas sweater for everybody you know. <laughs> And then it becomes more about the fun of just that. Right. But we've made it about stuff, and I don't know that we're ever going to get it back. But hang in there. Please don't make any crazy money decisions. It's going to be okay. And don't be like those people that Rachel's talking about that are still paying for last year's Christmas. Oh, that gives me heartburn. Cousin Eddie. Where are the Tums? Where's the eggnog? (laughs) Fell in a well. Eyes went crossed. Kick by a mule. Go back. There it is. Oh, I'd hold off on that. She's got a little lip fungus we haven't identified yet. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. 
Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSE. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by Rachel Cruz, and we're here to help you win in your money and in your work life. By the way, if you're enjoying the show, no matter how long you've been listening to the show, one of the things that we would love for you to do, if we're adding value to you in any way, we'd love for you to share the show. Uh, Subscribe, leave a great review, share it with a friend. That all helps us get out there. You know how those algorithms work. I don't, but uh, they're out there. And so all of that helps us get in front of people who may be struggling, certainly this time of year as we head into the Christmas season a little bit strapped financially, maybe heading into the new year and wanting to uh, break free of all that debt and uh, get a good start. We'd love to help. So uh, please let people know. 888-825-5225. Let's stay right here in our uh, the back of the uh, woods, if you will. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, in our <laughs> neck of the woods, there it is. I don't Nashville. Know. Nashville, Tennessee is where Kate joins us. Kate, how can we help? Hi, Kate. Hello. How are you? You're on with Ken and Rachel. What's going on? Um, I was recommended to check out the or to call into the radio show to get some advice about uh, my husband and my financial situation. Um, it's more on my end. Um, I you know moved out on my own two years ago. We just got married a couple months ago, and I've just been struggling to find consistent work. Um, that, you know, that pays enough to the point where I've been on and off unemployed over the past nine months. And obviously unemployment brings on debt and I'm trying to figure out how to work with that while still being unemployed. Okay. So what kind of debt have you accumulated? Um, I have some credit card, um, and just some medical and other general debt. Okay. And what kind of work would you love to be doing if we could just make it happen for you today? What, what would that be and what would that income look like, realistically? Um, well, ideally, I would say farming. Um, realistically, I went through a, a course for data analytics almost four years ago and have not been able to find a job in that yet. Okay. So, hey, can, I, can I ask a question? What's causing all the unemployment for you? You said, I'm, I'm having a hard time keeping a job. Um. Some of it has been living on my own due to the rising costs. I've had to look for other jobs just to stay afloat. Um, I recently was diagnosed with a thyroid illness and realized that's part of what's made me be unemployed is I have difficulty getting out of bed in the morning and showing up to work. Hmm. Okay. Now, you said that you've kind of moved on from thing to thing. Is that what I took from that answer? Because you were trying to make more money, so you are job hopping? Yes. But you're not hopping from something to something. You're just leaving something, then trying to find something else, sounds like. Well, I have been moving from one job to the other when I've been able to. Okay. Um, but sometimes I've been let go due to the illness okay. and had to find a job from being unemployed. Okay. So let's just hone in what we need to do right now to get some income for you. Now that you've got the thyroid uh, condition uh diagnosed and i'm assuming you're getting some doctor's care on this and do can we presume mm-hmm. that you're going to be getting better and that energy issue is going to be taking care of itself is that true that's what i'm hoping for okay so we don't know 
So the issue is, would you be better served doing uh, maybe a remote job, work from home, where it's it's kind of that is the thing they're expecting? Is that a better fit for you? Uh, that's what I've been trying to find for almost four years now. Well, sweetheart, let me just tell you something, and I want to say this as kind as I can. Uh, you're in Nashville, and this is one of the hottest job markets in the country. When you look at states and their states' economies, and we look at the general economy, there are a lot of jobs out there. And and mm-hmm. if you can't find something, um, there is something going on with the way you're looking or mm-hmm. the way that you are actually applying and getting into the situation. Because you should be able to find something right now with all the online freelance work that's out there where you can Even make some Even being a personal money. assistant, yeah. a, vi- um, a virtual assistant, Kate. Yeah. You know, you could pick up two, two clients and do that. What's your husband doing? You said you've been married a few months. What's his status? Um, he is a full-time student. He's about to start his final semester um, to graduate with a bachelor's in business administration. So he's not working? Um, He works part-time, but very limited part-time because he is a senior. So you guys are broke and barely making it by? Basically. Okay. Yeah, Kate, I think the, the, the part of the formula that I think just has to be the one part you really focus on is this income side, Kate. And like Ken said, there's a lot of jobs that you can do um, from home. It's either going to have to be that or your husband yep. is going to have to say, hey, I can't go to school right now because my family doesn't have money. My wife is sick That's and can't right. work. And I can't, I, I'm, I don't care if it's my, I'm a senior. I have to pay my light bill and my rent and my mortgage. You know yep. what I mean? Like there's a level of adult choices here that are not fun but that have to happen to survive in our world today. And I'm not talking about the luxuries of life. I'm talking about, okay, you guys got to pay bills. I mean, to keep the lights on and the, and the rent paid. And yeah. so he may have to stop school. I mean, he may have to pause, Kate. Like that's how, that's how like urgent I want you guys to feel un- unless you can find something, which I have confidence you can, but it's that urgency. You looking for four years and him staying in school full-time, working part-time, you, that, just, that doesn't, that doesn't yeah. happen. You can't do that. Does that make sense? I don't know if it's a clarify over the four years. Um, I was looking for my specific ideal role. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, Which is what? Years. I have been working since then, but it's been the lower income, unable to get decent savings kind of jobs. Okay. okay. Well, but wait a second. You can. Okay. So the ideal job is in farming, and I get that. And I think when you're getting healthy, we want to get you on a path to that. But Rachel's right. Your hubs has got to be working two jobs. He doesn't have a thyroid condition. And the degree can, we can get back to that degree. It will be there. He doesn't even need the degree. Honestly, a business degree doesn't guarantee anything. I I don't, I don't want to kind of pour salt in a wound here, but Rachel's 100% correct. He's working two jobs, maybe three jobs to get you guys in the income where it needs to be to pay off the debt. Weekends, get Saturdays, the emergency Sundays, funds. Yeah, he's, he's working nonstop. And I will tell you, you need to be looking at customer service roles until this thyroid thing gets under control. I think it's very hard for you to go to a Walmart or a Target or someplace like that when you've got this physical condition that is is obviously sapping your energy and, and untold other issues. Here's the point. You can be working online, tutoring, uh, customer center, uh, customer care. Those jobs are data everywhere. input, data, data input. Entry. I mean, like anything. Yes, anything, Kate. Even if you're bringing in 25000 a year, that's yeah. something. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, there, there needs to be... It's what the two of you can do. Not, yep. This is not on you. Yeah, this is not on you fully. Yeah. 
So he okay. need so yeah, you both I think how old are you guys? I'm twenty five and he's twenty three. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, this is um By the way, Kate, one of the questions you need to ask is will you help me? It's a question that we don't want to ask. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, people, you guys, you're young. You've come from a network, a connection to families in the Nashville area. You've just got to go. Hey, I, this is where I'm at. I've got a thyroid condition. It's now diagnosed. I'm getting treatment, but this is where we are. Hubs is in school. We need to make money. We'll do anything. And you've got to start putting the word out. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is not applying online and just hoping your resume makes it through the the matrix. This is you talking to people, posting on social media, go, hey, I'm looking for X amount of hours. This is what I... I Raise your hand out there, yeah. You got to raise your hand is a great way of saying that. Kate, you got to get after it. Which takes humility, right? I'm like, to your point, we hate doing it sometimes. Yeah, but you guys are in that situation um, where you need it. Because how much is your rent a month, Kate? Um, It's 700, so it's not that much. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot when you're broke and you guys aren't bringing anything in. Yeah, and then you got food. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's all of this. So, uh, yeah, any amount of money, Kate, to get you guys in a stable place. But that's probably going to mean him working Saturdays and Sundays and nights. I'm like, that's... And 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 and, and bartend, be a waiter, like find hey, like the places you that this. you make some good money too. I hope your husband watches this. Have you watched on too? Hey, Hubs, listen to me. You could come to my neighborhood in Franklin and and say, I'll put your lights up, your Christmas lights outdoor for two hundred bucks. I'll pay you so fast your head will spin. <laughs> I don't want to do it. That's right. But there's there's something Stuff to be done right there. now. That's right. That's right. So this is we are urgent because we must provide, and then it'll cycle out. Thank you, Kate. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show, where we help you win in your life, your money, your work, and your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz joins me. And we're in the Christmas spirit, so Merry Christmas. Uh, we, we had fun. That was a little fun uh, exercise. The game that we played. That oh, earlier, really yes. Fun. Our Christmas I, movie I enjoyed trivia. That. Christmas movie trivia. Between you and James. Yeah. All yeah, spot on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, back to the phones we go. Brian is now joining us in Danbury, Connecticut. Brian, how can we help? Hey, all. Uh, thanks for taking the call. Um, so my uh, family is expanding, thankfully. Uh, uh, we are uh, in the process. Uh, we purchased a new home. We're in the process of, of moving to that home. Um, we're in the fortunate situation we didn't have to sell our existing home in order to, to purchase the new home. Okay. And so now we're, we're sort of left with a question of what to do, you know, whether we should sell it, whether we should rent it out. Um, we did buy the home pre-COVID, um, and we bought in an area where uh, a lot of uh, New Yorkers have moved to. So uh, uh, our property value um, has, has it in- increased, thankfully, because of that. So, uh, yeah, that's that's sort of where we are. We're just uh, wondering what to do with the home. Okay, how much do you owe on that home, the old home? Um, so the mortgage we have on the home outstanding is about 560 560 and how much would it sell for? Um, we've been told it could sell around 1.2, 1.3. Amazing, okay. And how much is yeah. the new house? How much of a mortgage did you take out for that? New house, the mortgage is six eighty. Six eighty. 
Okay, so if my math serves me correctly, Brian, you could sell your house, your old house, current house, and pay off the new house, correct? <laughs> Something like that. That's that's the dream. Now, why are you <laughs> chuckling? Why would Where did the chuckle come that? from? Why, why? So I guess, you know, uh, I guess two things. Number one, uh, you know, we, we are changing, uh, moving towns and we're sort of, uh, there's a little bit of emotional attachment, I'll say, to the, to the existing house. Um, you know, like uh, visions of moving back and, and doing something with a property or, or something. Um, but also just a question of what's the right investment? You know, does it, does it make sense to hold on to it as a rental uh, or does it make sense to, to just sell it? How far away are you moving from it? It's about an hour. It's, you know, not too far. And how much do you guys make a year, Ryan? Uh, my wife and I are both are both in tech, so uh, we we gross around three forty a year. Nice. Do you want to be long distance landlord? Because an hour is still like an hour is just at the point of a pain in the you know what. <laughs> and you know? can I add this, Brian? That and you guys said you have an emotional attachment to the house. Some family's going to move in there yeah. with a dog and three kids. Do a boy. Sp- and you're yeah. going to be like, oh, Speaking this of emotions. Is and you're not going to want to move back mm. into that place. I mean, I mean, honestly, mm. to move back in after it's three or four point. other families have lived Ooh. there, yeah. it just, oh, yeah. it ends, oh, okay, it this is the great. romanticism of it leaves. I love this. What's your favorite, of, what's the favorite <laughs> part of the house? What Give us an emotional <laughs> attachment. It's, it's, I don't know how to, I mean, we're in the Christmas season. The best I can probably describe it is it's just like a nice, cozy house in a great neighborhood. Yeah, you know, end of the cul-de-sac, like, it's just And a, worth $1.3 million. Yeah, there's that. I know, I know. Yeah. No, the, other, I, the other bit, I don't know if it's helpful, is our mortgage, you know, part of it, I guess, is we, because we bought pre-COVID um, and mortgage, mortgage rate was like 3%. Um, you know, the the mortgage monthly we're paying, you know, with insurance yeah. and taxes and Honestly, all that. Honestly, right, like that, yeah, that doesn't really factor majorly into my into my thought process because for you okay. guys, uh, do you have any other debt? Do you owe stuff on your cars, credit cards? No. 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 Okay, Brian, ah, listen, here's where I here's where I would say to keep it. If you if you called in, Brian, and you're like, we're making a million a year, I'd say, you know what? Pay off your, yeah. you guys live on nothing, pay off that house, pay off the other one, yeah. keep it as a rental yeah. because it's yours and you own it outright in three years, whatever, whatever, whatever. But this keeps you, I mean, 560000 on one, 680 on the other. Oof. It's keeping you guys in debt. And so when it when debt comes into yeah. play, there's a lot of this that's just, it, it, I don't know, it just adds on it to me more stress and the idea of, Oh, it's just passive income. The renters will pay. They'll pay the more. Like all of that that people believe about rentals is just not true. There's more of a headache. Now, if it's all paid for and you can take on the risk of something, that's something else. All right. Now, I just had a thought, Rachel. Yeah. And I don't think this changes anything, but I got to ask, Brian, I mean, Danbury, Connecticut, pretty historic place, as I recall. I've never been there, but pretty historic. I'm guessing pretty high income. Okay. What would the rent... Nice New England towns, that sort of thing. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually want to go sometime, but... How, what would you say the rent is, the market? Do you know what the market rent is, what you could get for your house? Um, we've been told 
because the market is so constricted right now that we could get around fifty five hundred six thousand a month. And what's it? What's the mortgage on it? Like thirty three hundred a month. That's what taxes. All right, I'm, it's not changing my opinion. I just wonder if it changes my co-host's opinion on that. That's interesting. You're doubling up now. Now you still got the pain, and it's yeah. an hour away. And oh, okay, I have another question. You said the hope is we return. What? When would that be? When would you return if that was even an option? I mean, we talk. I know it'd be like you know five, ten year time. Oh, okay. That that sort of time. All right. I just wonder. Does that know, change your it, mind I at mean, all? Honestly, Brian, it doesn't. And I okay, know people are going to go on YouTube like Rachel. Though, and y'all are you're crazy? <laughs> because here's what I think, Brian. And I'm usually a glass half full kind of person. But I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, what if in 18 months, 24 months, who like, what if something happens to the market? What if one of you loses your job? What like, Without question. like this thing that is supposed to be so mm. great and in a perfect world, it's great. Where Brian, in a perfect world, you could sell it, bank $220,000. That's what I'm doing every day of the week, and by the way. Putting that, yes. half that, you know, maxing out retirement, putting no. some of that in a Vanguard account, letting it grow, mm-hmm. going on vacation mm-hmm. on just the interest. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, your life. I agree with you. It's all of it. I so agree with you. I would sell I'd it, take Brian, the cash. And I get that it's a really sentimental. Like, I get that. There's, Make some videos before you leave. Yeah. And can I tell you this, Brian? <laughs> Have y'all moved into the new house yet? Uh, not, not okay. yet, no. And is it an upgrade of a house, would you say? Like, it's nicer it, and... It's, it's a little nicer. It's importantly just more space because the family's growing. So okay. that's, that's the principal like reason why we're... Okay, family. so do you, like, love the new house, though? Are you excited about it? Yeah, no, yeah. It's, a, it's a great... I okay. mean, wife and I are sort of the people that are uh, really sticklers about about things and yep. this this house check the, okay. the box. And I'm only saying that, Brian, because my husband and I, when we built and moved in in 19, 2019, our house, we had only lived in one other house. It had been about 11 years. Mm. I brought all three kids home mm. from the hospital in this house. It's big. It's right when Winston and I moved as a married couple. We had spent a decade of, you know, and all of it. And I cried mm-hmm. and I took pictures mm-hmm. of every bed. I mean, all of it. And I just told Winston, I was like, I'm just... I'm so sad. I am so I'm so sad. But yet we're building this home that we're so excited about. But I'm so sad. I'm so sad. Yeah. Brian, can I tell you this? This is not an exaggeration. We moved in. Two to three days later, I had to go back to the house because we forgot something in the garage I had to pick up. And I walked in the kitchen and I was like, I want, my, I want to go back to my new house. I go, oh, there it is. I flipped a switch. And, and yep. again, and, and you may not... But I'm telling you, when you make the change, yeah. the glamour and the, and I understand the sentimental factor, but it, it seems just to, I don't know, for me, it, it, it'll always be special, but it's not a reason I would keep it I, for $560,000 a debt. I think you're so right. I'm with Rachel. Take the cash. Keep the memories. Oh, and go and live, yeah. run off into the sunset with $220,000 yeah. in cash after a paid for <laughs> home, Brian. And then think about this. Y'all's whole yeah. income oh, is yours. Huge income. And your three thousand dollar rent's not even going to be a th- like or yeah. six thousand dollar. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just so and much. Now that to brand do. new house or that new house for you guys is a massive investment that's paid for in Connecticut. Right? Yeah. Ay ay ay! I like it. At Connecticut real estate, by the way. Oh, I can't only imagine. You ever been to Connecticut? She doesn't know. No, I was going to say Boston, but that's Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll show her the map. Don't go anywhere. More coming. This is the Ramsey Show. <laughs>